Welcome to the Dotcom Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series, where your host, Andy Jacob, interviews leading entrepreneurs, founders, and CEOs about their incredible companies and discusses their unique entrepreneurial journeys. If you're the CEO or founder of an exciting and exceptional company, the editorial team of Dotcom Magazine welcomes you to pitch your business story to appear on this exciting interview series by reaching out to Mr. Jacob at Dotcom Magazine at dotcommagazine.com. And without further ado, here is another amazing entrepreneurial story on the Dotcom Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series. Good afternoon, everyone. Andy Jacob here with the Dotcom Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series, and you do not want to miss today's show. I've been trying to get Miss Nicole Rodriguez on the show for a number of weeks, and we just haven't been able to put it together because she's so busy. She is the founder and CEO of the NRPR Group, and You've probably heard of them, but in case you haven't, in the unlikely event you have not heard of this group, they are a full-service public relations and strategic positioning firm. And, and this is why we wanted Nicole on the show today, because her internationally recognized firm has done so much good for so many companies, and PR is so important in today's world. Now more than ever, we wanted to bring the expert on the show today to ask a lot of questions about public relations and positioning. So, Nicole, thank you for coming on the show today. Oh, Andy, thank you so much for the great welcome. And I'm very, very happy to be here. And thank you for your patience with my crazy busy schedule. I'm glad that we were able to make this align. Well, thank you. And you're working with a lot of clients. And let's pull the lens back a little bit because obviously, You've won so many awards and you're internationally recognized as a, as a leader in the field. Let's pull the lens back a little bit and let's just talk about what NRPR Group does uh, holistically for their clients and what you specialize in in today's world of PR and strategic positioning. Yeah, that's a really great question. So the easiest way to answer is, you know, we help companies uncover who they really are through storytelling. Right. And, and nowadays, there are so many platforms for showing people who you are, telling people about who you are, but really uncovering how to strategically do that so that people actually understand it. Now, that's key. And so at our core, we are very creative and strategic storytellers, but we're also strategists that help you place those stories with the right mediums at the right time on the right platforms so that it's clear to those audiences who you are and what you do. And you stand out not only above your competition, but you stand out because of the vision of what your product is or what service that you bring. So, you know, we love doing that for clients around the world, literally. And I think it's a different way of looking at PR, that it's not just media, Everything is media now, and we really help people uncover how to unlock that best so that they can create the most um, attention and buzz and everything that they deserve. 
See, I love this, Nicole. And you work with everyone from startup founders to, you know, Fortune 500s, 100s, 500 mature companies, and everybody needs an amazing story. You are an expert at creating and craft and crafting these stories for your clients. So when a client comes to you, do they know their own story or do you actually have to kind of take them through a process? It's, it's peeling back that onion layer, right? Oftentimes they'll come and they'll say, well, this is what I think our story is. And it's usually that top layer of the onion, right? And it's like, sure, that makes sense. But let's go a little bit deeper because it, People like depth. Um, people want to understand. And, and you don't usually understand a something until you start just digging. And, and then you get to the why. You get to the vision. You get to the long term. You get to the, you know, the beginning. And, and then you become something that people want to follow. Right? And again, there are so many platforms. You want people to believe in you and follow you. They're not going to believe and follow from that first layer of the onion. So it's, you know, they come and then it just, it becomes this, um, what I like, just this uncovering process. And it becomes really fun because then you get the other leaders from the company, the other brains and pieces of the operation, and everybody sees it from a different way. And to be able to take all of that and put it together and then help them really, truly understand who they are from such a different perspective it, it motivates them, right? And, and it, it creates that energy to keep innovating and keep going. And, and that's, I just, that's my art. You know, I can't draw and I certainly cannot, you know, I can't photograph. Don't ask me to do any of those things. But this, this is my art. And this is what I love to be able to bring to companies. You see, I love that, Nicole. Now, when we're talking about unlayering the onion peel, if you will, to get down to the real story for these companies. Is there a time in PR where these companies might want to be a little vulnerable, maybe tell about some of their past, you know, times when maybe they skin their knees a little bit or pivots and, and how they've gotten to be the great company that they are today? Does it ever make sense for those, for some companies to do that in PR? Yeah, it does. It makes a lot of sense. But I think, you know, just like everything, there's a time and place. Um, you don't want to talk about skidding your knees in the middle of skidding your knees. Um, and, and, you know, for, for multiple reasons, right? You need the public to believe in you. That's that just makes the thing, sense. Right? That, and, yeah. and if you're in the middle of skidding those knees and becoming too vulnerable and it, almost bringing people into the drama, it becomes drama. It doesn't become a triumph story. Now, if you make it through that triumph and there's, there's a lesson to be learned at the end of it, then absolutely. When that lesson hits and, and something happens and, and something great comes out of your bruises and the cuts and all the other stuff that comes along with starting a company, then yes, because then you can do that for inspiration. You do that to show hu your human side, right? And, and then people connect with that. So, Yes, but there's a time and place. See, that makes a lot of sense. So let's let's talk about a new client that comes and they want to talk to Nicole or a member of your team over at NRPR Group. Is there a process that you take them through to help them understand who they are? Is it done through interviews with you or is it done written or do you do Zoom interviews? How do you un 
layer the layers that you need to unlayer to get to the layer that's going to be the right story for your customers? Right. No, that's such a great question. And, and yes, and continuously, right? Um, because that's the beauty of, you know, of companies. They continue to grow. They continue to innovate, especially if they're doing it right. So you don't just do this once. You do this all the time as needed, when needed. So from day one, that is the first thing that we do with a client. We don't sit around and wait and, okay, well, it's a, it's a two-week onboarding process. No, it's, it, today's your first day. Let's go. Let's go because we're ready to start, you know, un- uncovering what those stories are so that we can show you what that return on your investment is going to be right away. And that's how we've been able to not only attract, but keep clients, right? We don't mess around with wasted time. You know, we, we actually begin the onboarding process before they become a client. All that, the file stuff and organization and admin, that's done. So by the time you start day one, we are sitting together for at least an hour, maybe two, and we're just talking. And there's no wrong answer. And I'm going to ask you the tough questions because I need to know what those natural answers are, right? Because the other thing that I have to do, and yes, it's with me and my amazing team, but we'll bring multiple people from my team into the room so that we're hearing it from different perspectives, different walks of life, different people who are seeing things in the media so that when we take it all in, again, it's just like it's digesting so that when it comes out, not only is it, these are the multiple stories that you can tell, this is how you can deliver, it still sounds like you. And that's what's important. And so in that place and time, this is who you are. Hopefully we do such a good job that your, your sales are through the roof. You're generating more income through in, you know, investment. You're signing more clients. Well, great. Let's go through that process again. Now that you've signed your first ginormous client, what does that mean? What does this mean to your company? So we do this as an ongoing process so that we're telling real stories. Your announcements map to a bigger strategy and you're constantly thinking about the vision of of who you are and where you want to be so that your storytelling becomes like almost like a... uh, I want to say like one of those, the, those pieces of the puzzle that you just, you can't do without. And that's how we create the bonds with our clients that we create. We've had them for years and they know that we work hard and we're creative. And that's, that's what makes it fun. You become family at that point, you know, and it's like, all right, another messaging session. Let's do this. Now what, what does this mean? And it's, it becomes a lot of fun. So this is one of the the keys to your success and how you've been able to build such an amazing agency is not only are you a great listener and then after listening you 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 you're able to create an amazing story for your clients but this is really a strategy this is this is a real business strategy for your clients to get involved with with a company that that isn't just going to craft a story but you're going to have a strategy a long-term strategy to take the company's public relations into heights that they probably never even dreamed about before. And sometimes they get afraid of, they're like, whoa, where did all this come from? And I'm like, well, you asked for it. Here you go. You know, and it's, it's a beautiful thing to watch. It's like being able to deliver a gift to, to a kid on, you know, on Christmas or, you know, Hanukkah, whatever it is. And it's like, here's the gift. And then they open it up and it's like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. You know, to be able to take a CEO and, 
help them uncover their their own personal story and their journey in creating a company and then say, by the way, congratulations, we have, you know, contacted Entrepreneur Magazine and now they actually want you to be a contributing writer. I mean, I've seen tears come from executive, you know, their eyes. It's like, here's here's an executive who just thought they had a great idea for a business. And it's like, no, you're a visionary. And, and, and you need to be out there sharing that piece of, of knowledge with the rest of the world. And so creating companies and executives to be true authorities through the use of, you know, mediums, multiple mediums is, uh, it's like a gift. It really is a gift. And, and when you have a, a, a founder of a company, let's say you have someone that's uh, maybe founded their first company or their second company, and, and maybe they don't have as much experience of, as some of your higher level CEOs or your Inc. 5000 CEOs or your Forbes 500 CEOs or, or some of your bigger clients. What do you tell them to sort of get them comfortable with the idea of PR? Because sometimes people aren't real comfortable with the idea until they hear from an expert about what it can do for them. Totally. Oh my gosh, I love that. So, you know, the first thing that I tell them, one, is be patient with the process in yourself, right? You are not going to nail the very first interview that you do. You're going to do great because you got a great coach and I'm going to, I'm going to hold your hand and I'm going to be there for you. Right. And that's, that's one of the things that I personally do. You know, I'm not one of those CEOs who's like, Oh, I have a great firm. And then I pass it on to my team and I'm like, bye everybody. No, absolutely not. This is, this is what I wake up every day and, and do because I love it. Right. And they say that you're, you're living your true flow and your, your dream when you wake up and if nobody paid me for it, if I didn't need to be paid for it to, to pay my bills and my people, I would still just do this, right? Like this is what I love to do. And so to be able to take even a shy CEO, well, this is my very first time and this has happened, right? This is oh, my very first time being a CEO. One of my favorites is, um, and I won't name names because I don't want him to get embarrassed, but a CEO who was an engineer, right? Brilliant man, brilliant but as an engineer was very heads down in the technology part of the past corporations he used to work for. And then he was recruited to be a CEO of this incredible company, right. That we, that we work with. And, and he was like, okay, well, the marketing team says that, that you're the one to work with. And I just want you to know that um, I'm a little rough around the edges, but just, just whatever. And I just, I said, stop. We're going to make you sound like you have been prepping for this for years. And they had a really huge announcement very early on. And they're like, oh, yeah, well, we, you know, we think we can probably get coverage for this. And I was like, oh, we're, we're, we're about to change your world here. OK, not only is this going to be a big deal because you can see the potential of certain announcements. And I said, well, we're going to be able to get you on TV with this one. And he was like what? And I was like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, I hope you're ready. And so I flew to New York to, to be with him. And, and two hours before his interview, we had lunch and we sat and we talked about it and I'm like, just breathe through it and, and, and talk to me. And he, he kind of went through the messaging and it just, it just made him feel a lot more comfortable. I'll, I'll tell you than, than what he felt before. And he got on TV and he did such a great job. 
And he's like, okay, okay. On a scale of one to 10, how did I do? And I said, you know what? You did great. That was an eight and we're going to get you to a 10. And, and eventually we actually got him back on the show a couple of months later. And not only did that help them in like, uh, what would attract more business, it helped them attract more investment that they weren't looking for. When somebody believes in your CEO and then believes that in your company, because the, the company and the vision are so clear, it, it's magic. It's, it really is magic. That's what I tell people, but it, you know, it, you have to be willing. So anyway, but yes, that's, that's the stuff that I love, you know, coaching that's- people through, to their best. See, that's amazing. You can tell from your attitude and the way in which you approach your business that you love what you do. And for our younger entrepreneurs watching the show, Nicole is a perfect example of someone that that has taken a passion of hers and her love of helping others and built it into into an international business. So this is very exciting for young entrepreneurs, I'm sure, to hear this story to hear about the fact that you have a passion in great storytelling. You've been able to combine that, Nicole, with your love of helping other people and have built this strategic positioning company uh, to the heights that you've been able to. You know, earlier in, in our interview, you mentioned that it's not only about the type of PR that a company receives, but it's it's also about the timing of the PR and, and where the placements go. Can you kind of talk a little bit about that and how you approach that at your company? Yeah, absolutely. That's a great question, Andy. So the timing is everything. The timing can make or break how successful that announcement is. It can make or break whether or not that story is even impactful, right? Um, perfect example, this, this unfortunate pandemic, this worldwide pandemic you know, there are companies that pre-pandemic were, you know, take Zoom, for example. Zoom was being used here and there and, and obviously had a, had a great name in the industry and a great name for itself. And, you know, people knew of it. They had great partnerships. Imagine if Zoom was not ready to talk about who they are, what they do, and what they can literally do for the world at the time of the pandemic. So then at that point, it's, okay, guys, we have a service here, right? We have a, a, a video conferencing service that can help schools, people, families connect. If they didn't capitalize on that in that time, there's so many other video conferencing companies out there, right? And, you know, I'll, I'll give a shout out to, um, to Dialpad, who started Uber Conference, and, you know, they're, they were a client of ours, and, and, I love them. Right. And I literally remember shooting off an email to to Craig, the CEO. I was like, get in on this. This is it. This is the time. Let's go. And they beautifully, they were able to raise some money during this pandemic, but that's the thing. The timing is everything. And the other thing is you don't want to rush it to where it, it's like, Oh, okay, we'll just put out a press release and hope somebody covers it. That's where the relationships come in. And that's where I tell CEOs, you can't just write a press release and expect everybody cares. You have to make them care. How do you make them care? Develop the story with them. Contact the media. Understand that they're human beings and they have tons of stories on their plate. Hey, I have something that I want to be announced in two weeks and I trust you. 
I'm going to give you that news two weeks ahead of time because I know you need time to develop it. Let's develop it together. I want you to understand from the executive's point of view, from the consumer's point of view, what this means and why. And that's where the relationships come in. And that's what people don't understand. It's like, oh, you can hire any firm to write a press release for you. And then it's like, oh, it didn't go anywhere. Well, of course it didn't. You Relationships, public, real, it should be called public relationships. That's, a, you know, and that's how you develop a fan base of the media. Get them excited to hear about every time you have something new. Bring them into the fold. And that is what people don't understand about the timing and, and really story development. See, I love that. It, it shouldn't be called public relations. It should be called public relationships. That's awesome. That is really, really good. So, so you're known for your great attitude. You're known for being a get it done type of a CEO. You're known for being able to strategically position your clients in the best possible light. And you're known for your storytelling. However, in real, in the real world, sometimes, Nicole, some once in a while for a company, something goes a little sideways. Maybe there's a story that gets out that maybe isn't shedding the best light on their company. Is this something that you also help some companies with? Should they get some of that press that they maybe didn't want or weren't expecting? Sure. Sure. And I'm very selective on those types of companies and who I'll work with to clean up the mess. Right. Yeah. And, and that's where integrity comes in, Andy. And, you know, for the most part, if you are doing PR ongoing with a really great firm and you've got a solid relationship and that firm has been building solid relationships with the media on your behalf, it's almost like insurance on crisis communications. Right. It's right. really what that is. Right. You don't call a PR firm when you have a crisis and you've never had PR before. And the only PR you have is bad. Well, then right. that's the beginning of your, your reputation. Ooh. And, and that's the other thing I tell CEOs, even if you don't think you need it, there's a, everybody needs to know about what it is you're bringing to the table or else your company's not important, right? Even if it's a trade, just the trades in your industry, even if it's a small audience, it's insurance, it's relationship building. So there have been instances where, uh, a CEO and a company will come to me, no prior PR, but they are in the middle of this crisis and the crisis is happening right now. And they want you to fix it right now. Well, you're about two weeks behind. Think about how quickly the media work. They work faster than you. That's why you've got 20 bad stories out here about this. And the question is, did you do it? Because if you did it, well... I have a lot of integrity with what I do and what I, what I do, I consider magic sometimes and we can wave a magic wand and we can help make that go away. But I also have a choice. If you did it and it wasn't a good thing that you did, I'm not helping. See, I love that because that makes all the sense in the world because yeah. the, the people that are really your clients besides the actual clients yes. are the media is the yes. media. And, and the media have to believe what you're going to bring to them because when they see when Nicole Rodriguez comes with a story from NRPR, they know it's something that they can kind of bank on. Yep. And if you, if you mucky, murky up that water with things that they can't quite bank on, then it calls into question 
all your future opportunities with them. So I totally understand that that's really a great way to handle your PR firm. That's amazing. Really good thinking on that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, no, it's, and you know what, that's why I tell people not all money is good money. And so I have, I have a lot of integrity, you know, they, back when PR started, I remember sitting in, in college and learning about PR and, you know, where spin came in and PR could be used for bad, but I, I've got to sleep at night. Right. And, and I believe that you, you can use PR for the good and that's what we do. Right. I'm very, very much, a, you know, I'm not just going to spin something to make a lie, some sort of magical truth that people believe in. That's not what I'm here to do. I'm here to help the good shine and I'm here to help that rise. And I'm here that if you have a great company with a, you know, a, a great product or service that people need to know about, I'm going to help you get that out. And if you don't, and if you haven't done the proper steps, then I'm sure there are PR agencies that'll take you, but not mine. So I, so let's now just sort of put your PR hat on one more time, because I do have a few more questions about PR and, and sort of positioning. So when we're talking about PR and we're talking about public relations, do you find that most entrepreneurs don't even really understand what PR is when you're talking to them? And, and how do you get it across to them that they need it? Oh, God. Yeah, that is like the, the, yes. 100% yes. And here's the thing. It's not their fault, right? It's not your fault. You did not go to school for PR. Just like I didn't go to school to be an engineer, right? But and, and the unfortunate part, too, is a lot of them have had experiences with, I'll just say, you know, subpar PR people, people who don't have as much integrity in the art of PR. And there are some really good ones. I mean, I've been blessed to have some of the best mentors. I wouldn't be here if I didn't work with incredible PR people that basically helped me become that hybrid of all of their best skills and talents that I just absorbed. And I thought, if these are the best of the best, I've seen them, I've worked with them. And I just, I was a sponge. And my goal was, I'm just, I'm going to be, because I love this profession so much, I'm going to be that example. I'm going to be the example so that the bar up here now for CEOs should be this high. When you're looking for a PR person, can they even write your messaging? If the answer is no, run. That sounds, that sounds right on target. Do you find CEOs that don't even really have a very good elevator pitch about their own business? Most Do you find time. that quite often? 90% of the time. And you help with that. Yeah, yeah. And again, it's, I believe that this universe was created for us to need each other. Right? It's... There are some PR, uh, you know, CEOs who inherently get it. Shout out to Philip Alvelda. I love him to death. He was the CEO at Moby TV for years when the company started. Um, Paul Scanlon, you know, Jeff Anison, those were like the three original founders at Moby TV. And now Charlie Nooney, who's the, the CEO right now at Moby TV. I just, these guys are just incredible at what they do. Philip is literally a rocket scientist. Okay, Philip and Paul is probably one of the best marketing minds. They get it. 
Charlie trusts. He trusts me. These guys know I'm here to do this, to, to start a company and whatever. And they've all, you know, started other companies and, and now Philip's a client again. And of course, Moby TV is still a client, but they get it and they trust and they listen and implement. It doesn't mean that they're not as smart. They're brilliant men, but they also know I need a team and I need someone to help this sound even better. And, and to have that kind of partnership, um, I mean, that's what CEOs really need to understand. You know, you don't have to have your, your elevator pitch. Let me help you. See, I love that. When you say, Nicole, that the world exists so that we can help each other, yeah. I couldn't really think of a better way sort of to end our, our, our conversation today and, and sort of um, thank you for participating in the series. I've been wanting to get you on the series for a long time. And your, your, your energy level and your expertise, you know, is well known throughout the industry. And now having you on the show shows it in a very, very powerful way. And I know that people are going to want to talk to you. And, and how do they get a hold of you? How do they reach out to you? How do they speak to you or a member of your team? Let's, let's give them sort of the, the ways to get a hold of you. Yeah, easy, easy, easy. So across the board, uh, I'll just say on social media, at NRPR group, excuse me, at NRPR group, that's our handle everywhere. So you want to see what our clients are doing. You want to see what we're into and who we're talking about. That's where you'll go and find that. NRPRgroup.com is where you can go to just, you know, contact us or just shoot me an email, Nicole at NRPRgroup.com. I'm happy to talk to you or info at nrprgroup.com if you just have a couple questions and someone from my team can get back to you on that. So plenty of ways to get in contact and I look forward to it. That's awesome. You know, Nicole, we interview a lot of people and, and I, I know what happens during the interview and I've sort of put my mind into the mind of the people watching the interview. I hope you have enough phones to be able to handle all the calls that are going to be coming in. We've got in. two, two office lines. That's at least. all you need. Yes. Okay. Nicole, thank you so much. Uh, you're, you've been a delight and, and uh, thank you so much for slicing some time out of your day today. Oh, it was my pleasure. Thank you again, Andy. It's been great. 